episode, we're talking about the glory of Christmas. So sit back, stay tuned for more. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Monday Moments, the show in which we take a deeper dive into Sunday Sermon. My name is Travis, your host. With me today is Pastor Dennis. And if you're watching this at the time that's being released, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We are a few days out from the big day. Just a few. Yeah, so hoping that you'll have a uh, fun, safe uh, Christmas with friends, family, and whoever you might celebrate it with. And, Amen. Uh, Without any further ado, let's dive into uh, today's conversation. Okay. Yeah. So you talked about uh, God's glory, which, um, again, I, I feel like with, I've talked with Pastor James a number of occasions uh, mm-hmm. for the sermon series, The Kingdom have, Has Come, and I feel like um, uh, the two of y'all have taken a, a really good and, and interesting approach to Christmas. You know, we're not just teaching kind of out of the, like, quote-unquote traditional Luke chapter 2 uh, although those things are good, those things are not bad yeah. to preach out of. I yeah. mean, but those are kind of the go-to passages, you know, in the in the passage out of Isaiah, you know, behold yeah. unto us a child is born. Um, and and you talked this past Sunday about the glory of God and, and what yeah. that really means and how that was tied into Christmas. And before we kind of jump into some of the um, conversation questions, I wonder if you might just give maybe a, a quick recap and, and sort of the big idea from Sunday's message. I think the big idea is that the glory of God uh, so often you hear about that, uh, whether it's in a church or in a religious setting, particularly charismatic Pentecostal services, they'll talk about the glory of God as something that is uh, very, very mysterious, yeah. you know, mystical, yes. fantastic, mm-hmm. amazing. The glory came down. And yet the, the glory of God, uh, particularly I referred back to the story of uh, Moses, uh, when he says to God, he says, um, uh, I, I want to see your glory. Yeah. That that word uh, that word simply means he wanted God to show him himself. Mm. And and so it, it doesn't mean the presence of God. I have a friend. He's famous, you know, and mm. and so he has a certain uh, look, if yeah. you will, yeah. that he has to have on okay. when he's when he's. I'm not going to mention the name, but he, when he's that person in public, sure. Know? So so and so is going to be here, and he has this look that he wears, and 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 for years we've called it his Barney suit. So I've I've called him. I said, hey, we're going such and such a yeah. place, you know, if we were going to go somewhere, and I'd say, do you have to wear your Barney suit? No, or yeah. Well, and that's what a lot of people think mm. of the glory of God. It's it's like this. It's not that. It's God's real self. Wow. Yeah. Moses had seen God's presence. He had seen His power. He had mm. seen His miracles. Uh, he had seen all of the awesomeness that God was, but in the end, what he wanted was God's real self. Yeah. And that's what God showed him. And when God showed him his, his real self, he couldn't, he couldn't allow Moses to look on him right. because holiness and sin could not be in the same yeah. place. You know? Right. So what does he say? He passes in front of, of, of um, Moses and he describes himself. Mm compassionate, forgiving, mm. full of loving kindness, patient. What he's doing is he's saying, this is the real me. Yeah, This is the real me. So when Jesus comes and John says, which is where we were on Sunday morning, he says, we beheld his glory, glory as the only begotten son. Mm. He was describing the grace 
and the mercy and the kindness and the grace upon grace that Jesus brought with him. Grace and truth is what he said, those two things. The grace being this unbelievable love that, uh, as I said, you know, it's it's, uh, 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 one of my favorite writers who said it. He said that grace is not being able to do anything to make God love you more, not being able to do anything to make God love you less. That grace that Jesus always carried with him and truth and the truth Mm -hmm. being exactly what it is in the the word, you know? The truth is, is that no one comes to the Father except through me. Yeah. Grace and truth, you know? Yeah. I love this because, uh, you know, for myself growing up Baptist, it wasn't something that we, I, I ever remember, you know, learning about or hearing about and then going to charismatic churches after that, you know, you do hear more of this, yes, you know, the Shekinah yes. glory and it's, right. and it's usually demonstrative. And, and, and yes. And that's okay. I'm like, yeah. I'm not, you know, oh, I'm not saying absolutely. wipe that out. But, absolutely. You know. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think to, to bring it, when you back out and kind of take a higher uh, level view of the story of Moses and the Israelites and their liberation from Egypt. <clears throat> I love what you just said because it, it, it kind of is connecting the dots uh, even here and now to say we look, like Moses saw what God did, mm-hmm. and yet he still said, "God, show me your glory." Right, and yeah, and we yeah. I think would default to think, well, wouldn't the pillar of fire by night and the cloud by day and the plagues and the parting of the yeah we would want to say that would be his glory what, yeah and it's you not. would think and, yeah so even after that it's like Moses knew there's something yes. more there's something yeah. deeper and yet it was yeah. so it's simple and beautiful that God saying I'm compassionate I'm yeah. forgiving yeah. Um, loving kindness all these things and it's it's almost as if God was saying <clears throat> I am not merely what I do. There, exactly, there's so much yeah. more to who I am, I am than just what I, I do. I am seeing that everywhere in the world yeah. anymore. Everywhere. Yeah. And and the other part is, is that if you back up in the history, in the relationship that Moses had with, with God, God had already said, Moses is my friend. Yeah. He's my friend. Yeah. And yet, Moses pressed into God and he said, I want to see your glory. In other words, I want to know you for who you are. Yeah. Strip down mm-hmm. the 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 truest character yeah. that I can find. That's what I want to know. I use the yeah. example of, you know, some little kid, you know, jumping out of the bathtub yeah. <laughs> and running through the running across the house naked, you know. Yep. And what do people say? Well, there he goes in his glory, all his all glory. His glory. Yep. And I didn't I never connected that. Mm, yeah. That that is the, that is the yeah. glory, the, 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 comp- the, the unabashed, unashamed person. Yeah. And that's what I want to see. Yeah. That's what I want to know about God. Well, and we even talk about that a lot um, here at Freedom Fellowship. You know, when we describe Adam and Eve, you know, before the fall, before yes. the sin is, you yes. know, they were naked and unashamed. And, and, naked and unashamed. yes, that did you know, mean a physical nakedness, but we always teach that there was so much more than that. There was an emotional nakedness and vulnerability and, yeah. and trust. And, and we just, they saw each other for who they really were. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's interesting. Yeah, those, those three parts of a person, the physical, the emotional, or the mm-hmm. soul part, uh, and the spiritual. Yeah. And that they were, when it says they were naked and not ashamed, 
they were completely transparent right. in all of those things. Yeah. And it's almost so simple that I, I, you feel like you should have connected the dots sooner. You know, I should have connected the dots in my mind sooner that, wait a second, if God made them in his image and they were naked and unashamed, it seems so simple that like, oh yeah, God's glory is just that there was nothing between yeah, God but it's, and man. It's in that it's in that Hebrew word there. You see, that's the thing. Sure. It's, it's sometimes, sometimes uh, even our terribly uh, kindergarten mm. uh, way of finding out what words mean really yeah. do matter. Yeah. And that word means that He was going to show Himself. Mm. That's what it means. Wow. You know. Yeah. Uh, and so, consequently, when we pull it into the New Testament. And we see that that John, again, I, I can only imagine John, whatever it was, you know, 50, 60 years after Jesus resurrected and was gone, and after however many of those years, he took care, took Mary, Jesus's mother, into yeah. his home. Hmm. And he heard all of these stories about Jesus that here he is writing his gospel, and instead of starting with, well, let me tell you what Mary told me, mm. he begins from a completely different place. And where does he begin? We beheld his glory, yeah. the glory of the only begotten Son of God, yeah. full of grace and truth. Yeah. I can't imagine, when you look at the sentence and the structure and the and the word pictures there, I mean, he is digging down everything he can to try to describe the the reality of being with the Creator God here on this earth. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's what he comes up with. Yeah, he doesn't come up with they did this, then this happened, and here's the response, or here's the picture. You know. He, he, no, he begins with the essence yeah. of who Jesus was. Yeah. And and what a great um, goal yeah. for every believer to go and to say, God, I want to see your glory. Mm -hmm. And to not mean fireworks or yeah. fire coming down from heaven, yeah. but to mean I want to see not just with my eyes, but with my heart, who you really are, full of grace and truth. Because here's the deal. Here's the deal. That glory, yeah. that glory. Remember, there's lots of other examples. In Ezekiel, you read about how the glory of God left the temple. Mm -hmm. And you can follow it to the <clears throat> threshold you can follow it to the hillside, and you can follow it when Ezekiel sees the glory of God go over the hillside mm. and gone from the yeah. temple. Yeah. We're the temple. Right. We're the temple. And the glory of God lives within us. So what does that mean? That means that grace and truth, above all other things, must be seen in me by the world. Yeah. That, that is it. Yeah. And that doesn't that doesn't mean that there's not going to be problems, there's not going to be difficulties, there's not going to be times when I feel very less glorious. But it is a it is clear 
that this glory is not out there. This glory is supposed to be in here because I'm the temple. Yeah. And the glory of God desires to be in his temple. Yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing, <clears throat> it's amazing completion of the Old Testament and living out in the New Testament, the new covenant and that fulfillment of, you know, the Old Testament. You, you teach on this a lot is that the Old Testament was a shadow mm-hmm. to meant to point us to Christ. Yeah. And I think what's, what's, um, What's what's crazy to me is that Jesus was God's glory in the flesh. And how did he come? He came humble and meek. And a lot of the people of his day missed it. You know, oh, I, gosh, I forget, yeah. it's in, in yeah. the Bible says, you know, we beheld him and yet we esteemed him not. Yeah. And and yeah. that to, to know that that's God's character. And it reminds me of the encounter that the prophet Elijah had with God on the mountain. You know, there was the... There was the whirlwind, there was the earthquake, there was the fire, but God wasn't in those things. God wasn't in them. He was in the whisper, Yeah, you know, and that's how God comes to us so often. And and, and Elijah covers his face because he knew God was passing by. Yeah. The glory of God was going in front of him. Yeah. You know, gosh. It really is amazing. And and yeah, again, we we get so caught up, I think, in the the fireworks as you describe it, you know, God, show me your glory. We want to see your miraculous power. And and yeah, the... I don't think we should do away with those things. You know, we do want to see those. Um, but to know God's glory is to know his heart. And that's something that we talk about a lot. You know, it's one of our, our core values is yes. to know God's heart, not just his hand. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and j- just, you know, almost as an apology, I have been in some of the craziest meetings. Sure. Where, the, where God came down in power. Yeah. I mean, to where I couldn't stand. Hmm. You know, I, I mean, I've got I've got stories yeah. I can tell, and they're awesome. Those yeah. times I can't wait for that to happen again, mm. to genuinely take place again. Yes, because it is so incredible. I could tell you yes. stories of of times uh, you know uh, that took place, and and I love those times. Yeah, but in the end, what John said was the most important Mm. was not shepherds coming angels appearing Mm. incredible a huge star in the sky magi showing up yeah uh it wasn't any of those things it was grace and truth Mm. grace and truth and those things can be in me yeah they can be in me they can be in you they've got to be in the church, you know, yeah, it got to be. Absolutely. And just kind of wrapping up, if someone's watching this or listening to this and saying, how can I have more of God's glory in my life, uh, in, in my heart, in, in, you know, my day to day, um, how would you, how would you walk with someone or encourage someone in that? I think you've got to come back to the truth. Remember it's grace and truth, grace and truth. And the truth is that we must embrace the fact that transformation in our lives, the idea that the grace of God would come in and change me, make me what I am not, is so critical. And so oftentimes, what you said before, there's... It's not a terrible thing to want God to do things. Absolutely. It's not. Yeah. 
but to want God to be in my life, to really transform me, to change me, so that when other people look at my life, they say, what is different about you? Mm. What's different about your family? I'm thinking of uh, of a couple that uh, I I hope I'm going to get to work with uh, over over the coming weeks because their marriage is completely breaking apart. And they really do believe they are Christians. They really wow. do. And I don't, I don't uh, question that. But I can tell you this. What they know about Jesus, what they know and what, they, and what has transformed them are two different things. Sure. Yeah. And so what is needed? It's not just knowing about him, but it's the transforming power yeah. of his grace. Yeah. That's what grace is supposed to do. Yeah. And until we embrace the truth, the truth... We can't, we can't have any real transformation. Yeah. We're just swinging in the dark. Yeah. Well, and you even mentioned on Sunday, <clears throat> you know, thinking you're a Christian but not submitting to the lordship of Jesus oh, yeah. uh, doesn't, yeah. it, it doesn't work. That's no. it, not yeah. how this, how this no, deal works. No, those are God fears. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And there comes that point where, you know, you're, if you're faced with truth, you have a decision to make. Absolutely. And, you know, yeah. are you going to accept this as truth and therefore submit to the, the way God does things and, yeah. and the way he says to live life? Or are we going to continue to do things the way that we want to do them? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, that's, that's a good point. But I think what you're saying is that when we, when we do submit, and we are faced with that truth and we say, I want to live this way. I want to have God's transformational glory living within me on a day-to-day basis. We see that transformation to whether it's marriage, a lifestyle, an addiction, um, you know, just knowing God more and more, we see that transformation start to occur when we submit to that process. Um, and even in, in when Jesus was walking on the earth, he said, learn from me. I'm meek and humble of heart. Take yeah. my yoke upon you. It's light. It's my burden is easy. Yeah. Yeah. Learn from me. And so when we submit to him, that we find that easy yoke and we find that he is there with us, giving us the power to transform, to be what we could not be otherwise. And yeah. that's God's glory. And like you said, it's such a beautiful picture that that <clears throat> what started in the Old Testament as mobile tents yeah. to go from place to place, carrying God's glory with them wherever they went, we now have that same We're now potential. mobile tents. Exactly. We? we need to pitch our tent yeah. where God tells us. You know, one other thing, we were talking yeah. in our staff meeting this morning about different people that we met on Sunday, which we often do, sure. new people that came to the church. And every time someone mentioned them, it was it was like, well, how did they find out about Freedom Fellowship? And what was the answer? Well, so-and-so met them and invited them. So-and-so hmm. met them yeah. and invited them. That is the glory, yeah. the transformation. Hmm. And other people say, what's different about you? Where are you going? I yeah. want to do that. Right. And that's the reason that they come. And what's the advantage of that? And the more people that we can get, particularly this next year, yeah, in this mindset of transformation means carrying the glory of God within me yeah. to where other people will say, tell me about the Jesus, you know. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that's that's the key. Yep, absolutely. Well, I am just so passionate about that anymore. You yeah. Know, about just seeing people again come mm-hmm. to Christ, winning them, winning yes. them. I mean, it's it's a... It's 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 about winning them now, right? You know, right? Well, and I think that's the real difference maker. And we look at, you know, to not you know, go too far down a, a rabbit trail, but at the same time, looking at in the days of Noah, um, 
everyone was wicked, exceedingly yeah. wicked, mm-hmm. except Noah. He yeah. was different. He stood yeah. out. Yeah. Jesus, when he came on the earth, was so different. People mm-hmm. were attracted to him, saying, "You have, you know, even Peter, you have the words of life. Where else yeah. are we going to go?" Yeah. Even when Jesus said things that were difficult to to process and difficult to deal with, Peter said, "Lord, you have the you have the words of life. Where else where, are we going to go?" And else, so, where are we going to go? Yeah. And so, when we live that truth, um, the truth of God's word and we allow the Lord to transform us, we can't help but look so radically different from the world around us that people say, what is it about you? What is it about you that's different? So it's good. Well, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to dive into your message. And thank you so much for watching another episode of Monday Moments. (laughs) And if you're watching this at the time that this is being released, thank you so much for joining us for this year. It's been an amazing year of of Monday Moments bringing you um, not just content, but really the word of God and, and, and the message that the Lord has for you. We hope that you have gotten something out of not just this episode, but all of the episodes that have come out this year. We're looking forward to 2023. I do want to let you know we are going to be taking a break for a couple weeks because we've got Christmas and then New Year's coming up. So you may not see an episode for a few weeks, uh, but we hope to see you again in the next year. Uh, But just wanted to thank you again for being a part of this and uh, sharing feedback um, when you have it. And uh, we just love hearing from you. And we just loved this journey over the past year. And we're looking forward to next year. Thank you so much again for joining us for another episode of Monday Moments. And we will see you in 2023. And a Merry Christmas to all. Merry Christmas to all. And you all a good night. That's right. <laughs> Thank you so much.